Welcome back to another episode of the DAC Fitness Business Podcast. Tom Blackman with Dan Smith. Hello, Dan. Hey, Tom. Hey. And how's your, how's your, it's been two weeks, I think, because we had a, a week off last week. So how's your two weeks been? I mean, it doesn't feel like two weeks. <laughs> it was like, oh, that's nice of you to say. Yeah, it was like um, two years. No, um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's flying by that. Two weeks just goes in a blink. But yeah, it's been great. Like, stuff lots of work stuff and then juggling that around jack he's which is crazy he's 10 weeks now mm. and i was saying to Ashley at the weekend i was like that's well he'll be he'll be three months soon obviously in two weeks and you're like when you talk in weeks it sounds doesn't sound as much and then i'm like oh my, actually yeah, three months old that's freaking quite long that's a long time now yeah yeah well, well done on keeping him alive for that period <laughs> i think i've done well <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're just a bystander in the yeah. process. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good. How are you? Excellent. Yeah, good. Good. Moved house. So yeah. um, I think we've recorded one podcast while I had moved house. And now people who are observant will have noticed the background might have changed because I'm in a different room in a different house. Although it looks sort of the same. Um, so yeah, but we had, I had issues with my Virgin Media last week. So we couldn't do the podcast. Um and apparently the engineer when he came around said, Oh, there's you know, there's three breaks in your line. I'm like, is that bad? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And he goes, Yeah. And then he went out to the box out the road. He goes, um, yeah, there's uh there's there's a fault on the box. And it's something about the frequency or something like that coming in. So actually it's affecting something like 500 customers. I'm like, really? And none of them have complained about the really poor like internet signal. So yeah, so it's a major problem, apparently. So, um, but yeah, did some terrible. fiddling and now I have better internet. So hopefully won't, hopefully not going to go down on me today. <laughs> um, cool. So, um, so today we're talking about, um, there's an image for you. Um, today we're talking about things that coaches do, which they don't know they're doing, but is affecting their business in a negative sense. Um, so this would be, um, uh, the, not uh, essentially um, pushing customers away from them with their behavior, actions, content. Uh, and so today, the purpose of the, the podcast is to highlight those things. So if you are a coach who is doing these things, you might want to stop doing them and maybe you'll get some more customers coming in, which is the aim of the podcast, isn't it? It's to help people get more people into their business. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's it. That's it. Do you want me to go first? Oh. Um, yes, yeah, so we've got we've got a list of things. Um, I'm happy if you want to go first, mate, and uh, and uh, we can go back and forth if you wish. Yes, I'm going to kick off with negativity. Like, just going to kick I mean, off with negativity. Yeah, <laughs> start the day. Bring it right down a few notches. <laughs> like when I mean negativity, I'm talking about how you position yourself or the, or your the way you the way you interact the things you come out with the way you speak um the stuff you write and if it's always constantly moaning it's always constantly got a negative edge to it i get sometimes there'll be a little bit of place for like a rant right okay and we all love a rant on certain topics but that's different i think to just constant negativity around 
oh my god why is everything so rubbish why is everything so shit oh my god this has happened oh this is you've seen this here and it and that constantly breeds like you know that negativity breeds negativity is that actually a saying it, was, it, it, it is yeah, yeah because um it's like an infection isn't it it's like if yeah. you're negative and all the people around you are negative or say let's say you're not negative and people around you are negative you'll start to move towards that negativity because yeah. that's the influence on you and i'm not here to say like you need to be this fault fake positivity they you know like oh my god everything's great they smile happy or happy times yeah. but if you're constantly on that drain train and you're just bringing people down or you're just moaning about stuff then don't be surprised if you attract people who are like that you attract moaners you attract people who just want to complain about things all the time and then you worry wonder why you're attracting these people into your business because you're putting off that and you're you're exuding that anyway so that for me is one that i see a lot yeah hundred percent it's um you know we've all got those friends on facebook and you know yeah you're scrolling through and it's like you know some someone you know i won't say any names in case it's like one of our mutual friends or whatever but you see the name and you go you just know it's going to be some tin hat thing about like illuminati or covid or yeah it's going to be although it's going to be oh and this happened today or it's going to be something negative about someone they work with or it's and you think, oh, why are you on my feed? You know, it's just depressing, isn't it? And, yeah. and if that person is is also wanting you to do business with them, you're thinking, oh, well, you know, what are our calls going to be like? Imagine getting on a call, you know, hey, how are you today? Wow. Yeah, and, then, and it all starts into this negative yeah. rant. And it's, you know, coaching right. supposed to be positive, isn't it? You don't want that negativity coming into your life. No, and you... You're going to get areas of things that will breed negativity, or you'll you'll feel um, angry or sad or you know about certain things. And okay, that's fine. But you know, if you every single thing that happens, you're then just putting out there, oh, this has happened, this has happened. Then people start to see that, and you'll become known as that person who's always complaining, always moaning about things, and just not really going to help you attract the people you want. Um, I always, no. I, I always think that this is going to sound really bad but well it's not gonna sound bad but the type of people who would just like post on post on say facebook especially to to get a reaction or to get some kind of response like woes me kind of posts um the people who tag themselves in at hospitals and stuff like that just oh what's up home yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, the picture of them in the hospital emergency room is like (laughs) oh here again you know but nothing else you know here again for an ingrown toenail but they don't say that so yeah yeah, what's up what's up what's up oh dm me babes that's maybe that i'm kind of insinuate that's the kind of person but maybe yeah it is though isn't it, it you know it yeah. it's um yeah there's it, that thing about uh wanting people to be interested in, in in you so you post something that's alluringly potentially life-threatening or whatever just to get that that reaction and you know that might even be i bet there's some guru out there using that as a, like an engagement tactic yeah you know, like i'll oh, post a picture of your pizza and go i'm not sure what to do here do <laughs> pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can't decide well, where should i put this mayonnaise or ketchup i don't know where to put it in the fridge or in a cupboard it's just, just like life-threatening situation <laughs> Yeah, it's it, yeah. No, no, no one likes people who are always negative, and and that's not like you said. It's not like 
we don't want people to be false positive, you know, like, oh, my leg just plus side, you know, it's like, you know, those sorts of things, you know, that is obviously a bad thing that's happened and you would expect some, some sympathy for that, but to always be on the other side, always be positive, you know, it's like, everything's great, everything's wonderful, oh, I can't wait to start the day today, and, you know, I, I don't know about you, but that sort of always, almost, like, pushing positivity, like, fake positivity, so, yes, sometimes that can be off-putting as well, can't it? Yeah, too much the other way. Yeah, so a, a happy, because people, you know, generally aren't, okay, there are some people who are always negative in real life, but, Generally, people are sort of middle of the road. They got on with their life. Things happen. They talk about them. And people like to be associated with that. That's the sort of people. They want to be associated with people like them, isn't it? Like, yeah, some yeah. good things have happened. Some bad things have happened. Here's how I'm getting through life. And here's how I'm prospering, even though those negative things have happened. Yeah. There's a, there's a time for vulnerability and showing that in the right ways. But also think about it from the point of view of being a coach and what people aspire to look at you as a leader, someone who could take control and be like, okay, cool, this is this is what I do. I help you solve these problems. And they look to you as a leader. So if you're that person who's just moaning and bitching about everything in time, they're not going to see you like that. So just something else to think about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Set, set the set the role you want people to see you as, you know. Yeah. So almost like that saying is that you are who Google says you are, you know, and if you're always negative, you, you know, if someone did a Google search on you and it's always negative posting, that will come up and you'll, you'll look like a negative person to the outside, like outside person. Um, right. So, oh, my turn, isn't it? So leading into that. So from negativity as a person, what about always talking about the villains? So, there is a technique in coaching, which is coaching content, which is heroes and villains. And heroes are, well, you might be the hero fighting the fight against the keto zealots or whatever else with your flexible coaching, that sort of thing. So in your content, you might have villains such as um, a lot of the time it's you know people who do recordings, um, watching themselves react to some absolute raving nutter talking about something you've seen those videos it's like you know nutritionist reacts to absolute raving nutter saying that calorie deficit isn't isn't real or something like that yeah yeah so that's a, that's a heroes and villains situation um and that's all stuff's good because it helps polarize your audience towards you know this is sort of people i want to work with is, is people who you know enjoy this sort of content and like have this sort of viewpoint but also establishes you sort of as, as authority talking about why this is bad and that sort of stuff. However, if you're always bashing like the body coach or certain this or certain that, or whoever is like the top person in your industry, you're going to come across as a bit of a moaner. And also your content is always based on them, isn't it? You haven't got original stuff to say. It's always, Oh, look what this person's doing now. So yeah, but they don't care about that. They want to work with you mm. and they might not want to work with you if you're always talking about someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I, that, that there's a time and a place to have those pieces in your content. Like you were mentioning, I see some people do that really well where they've got a clip. Yeah, Luke Hanna does it really well. Yeah. I was thinking of him actually. Yeah. yeah really good. Um, but then he's not always doing it right. Isn't he? So it's like, and also when he does it, he is backed up with all of the evidence you could ever think of. And he's also puts his, He's not just bashing that person. He's not just going in on them and just being really derogatory and and calling no. them names and stuff. It's done in a way that is like a you know a conversation around it, 
um and it's open it's honest and it's almost like opening up thoughts for people watching it to go oh, actually i can see what what you're saying here and why that might not be true and that's really clever whereas if you just go in and you just bash people for the sake of it like you see it in the freaking mentoring world all the time it fucking winds me up i got really wound up with it last week because that's all it all it goes on and then you forget that we're in this position to help make the industry a little bit better right and help coaching become a better practice and get people to a stage standard where everyone improves then that helps the industry out helps all the people out but no we're just too busy like bashing everyone because someone said this or someone does that and it just winds me up and i stopped doing that like when someone gets on calls now they'll say oh, i used to work with so and so i worked here and here and then mm. i'll go cool that's fine like just tell me the stuff that you don't like tell me things that didn't work for you i'm not going to ask you any questions about it but we'll make sure that that stuff you know doesn't happen here or whatever i just think there's no there's no no point in me going oh yeah fucking hell did you do this and this oh my god that's mm. there's no yeah, place and your whole your whole onboarding call turns into a, a bash <laughs> yeah. of the previous coach yeah. So it's it's not about what you're going to do for them. It's about how they didn't do that thing for them. So it's yeah. like, and if that's a sales call as well. You do that with, um, so with coaching clients, if they come on and they're like, oh, yeah, so I used to do Slimming World and um, I've done that for the last 10 years now. Why oh, Slimming World? I used to do, okay, what are you doing that for? Shit, yeah. why are you doing Slimming World? And they're like, oh, so don't, yeah, those things can backfire massively, even if you're thinking it inside. Don't <laughs> say it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we, I, when I was coaching physique clients, it was the same sort of thing. When people came on and they were like, oh, I've done keto or whatever else. You know, when I was first starting out as a coach, I was like, oh, that was a bit stupid, wasn't it? But it's like you're calling your, your new client potentially stupid and they don't want to be called stupid. They might know it's stupid to do Then They know now that it was stupid to do that. And that's why they've come to work with you. They don't want to be retold that they're <laughs> they were stupid yeah. or they made a mistake. It's, yeah, you made a mistake. Great. Okay. Now let's see what we can do better. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, always bashing people. It's not a good thing. And let's say about Luke, he does a really good job because he opens it up for a discussion. So it's like, I saw one, I won't name who it was the other day, but it was, it was someone who is sort of in my, in my old industry. Yeah. And, one. You know, the one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, who, who I quite respect, but has gone really off the rails recently. And he was talking about like why it was such a, a, a really weird rant, but he was very like, this, this is what he says here. This is good. But actually what he says here, that's not so good. So it was a very balanced analysis of what we're saying. Like the message is good, but actually the way he says the message is bad. And I thought that was a, quite a good way of doing it, quite a respectful way of doing it, rather than, oh, look at this absolute retard saying this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's a very, very good way of putting it across. Yeah, yeah. so I, th I think a benefit as a coach, because we are both come from evidence-based backgrounds, it should be, okay, you've done that in the past. Well, yeah, like you said, tell me why, why, why didn't that work for you? Because I mean, I've worked with people who keto really work for, but they just didn't want to do it long term. So they wanted to find an alternative. Yeah. And they really actually quite like keto, but they didn't like long term. They couldn't have carbs. So having, you know, again, saying, oh, that's a stupid thing to do, even if you believe that, because it's, it's not a good thing to say. <laughs> I remember going in on the body coach years ago because it was like fashionable to do that. Yeah. And now, I've got so much time for him, like what he does and everything. It's just, and you know, you feel a bit like, I feel a bit stupid and you know, not that he would have ever known or anything, but you just think you just jump on the back of something and 
actually doesn't really serve you well um the guy's done incredible stuff for yeah like health and fitness in general and the country so you know that's a huge thing and i think yeah so to to, to do that is is massive and yeah um, i think i think everyone who's been in the nutrition industry has had a pop at the body coach at one time because of you know the stuff that, the stuff that was being promoting you know i think it's, i think the figure was like something like 95 percent of people didn't get didn't weren't successful on the lean and 15 thing um but they learned how to cook better which was you know good but they didn't they didn't, they didn't get the original result but um like you said he's done a whole lot for char- for charity and for raising yeah. awareness and all that sort of stuff which is which is great you know it's um okay it's not so great as a fat loss coach but all the other stuff is is, is good and yeah. I, I think part of maturing as, as a as a coach as a mentor is rather than bashing somebody is who is obviously successful because it's only the successful people that get bashed isn't it you don't you don't bash the people who are like little dweebs you know or they might be good for content if they're just having a rant but it's generally those things are pulled out because they've got a large audience or a large following or they've done really well rather than oh yeah look at this muppet it should maybe take on board okay why are they successful why why even with this crap message with this retarded message why have they been so successful despite it? And it normally comes down to a very simple message, very polarizing. Um, they're very energetic people. You know, they, they, you want to like them, that sort of stuff. You know, maybe maybe you could use some of that in your coaching to spread the message of very you know, how how to how to lose weight or how to gain muscle correctly, and be that be that sort of person. Be energetic. Have a simple message. You know, be engaging be someone people want to relate to because you hardly ever see people who are really successful being negative all the time do you you know talking about how bad the world is and everything else no there's always a positive message there not at all there's so much you can learn from that like um in that in that world you can look at the coaches that everyone gets annoyed about the ones who are just like oh i don't know churning out all of these um transformations and not really caring about you'd be like but actually what, what are they doing right why why are they not struggling to bring people into their world mm. because they're doing something right um whether you agree with the way they coach or not doesn't matter like look at the things like maybe we used to go into the um what was his name v, the v-shred guy in that and uh, yeah that. yeah and I, don't, I don't see as much of that anymore but um even that i know body types and all of that nonsense you could use that again in a really constructive way to showcase why this probably isn't a thing and that but then you can also look at how they market because they do some quite cool things i think they do things really well on a market but they've got huge budgets haven't they <laughs> yeah they have got a huge budget a lot, there's a lot of youtube ads for yeah. them um, but but the, but i know the, the guy you're talking about he's he's very um he's very endearing the way he talks is very it, there's a lot of energy there yeah. yeah you, you want you want to engage with this message because you want to believe it and yeah. and actually I, I don't know if you've watched any of those videos all the way through um there there are some actually pretty good messages in there but then obviously the the end product yeah. is not the right product but there's there's a good message in there generally which taps into people's wants and desires do you remember thomas delure delure was that the the keto vegan guy yeah like really again like jacked really like yeah jaw biceps are just like tennis balls and and yeah and then you do always in his kitchen with like all um 
raw ingredients and that. And then he he did a thing recently with I think it was Alan Arrogant that got him on, and actually they had a really good chat about um, you know what, how that was being perceived. And actually, he, you know, the conversation came around to oh, okay, I can see why this isn't quite right, and because it was all about fat burning, keep, eat high fats to burn fat and that. I remember him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did a meme on that as well ages ago. <laughs> I was a coach. See if I can dig it out and pop it into the into a clip or something. Um, cool. Okay, so we've done heroes and villains. We've done negativity. Um, okay, um, maybe sort of following on to that. Um, talking about clients on social media in a negative fashion. Um, so we all know what this is. Is like, oh, um, clients, make sure you check in this week at this time and this goes out of post on instagram you know or facebook clients checking at this time otherwise you will not get your feedback you know and then a day later oh how can you expect to get results if you don't check in god this is so annoying and and it's and you can sort of always follow their spiral into <laughs> into yeah. a rant and then like another three days later this guy got results because he did the stuff this guy didn't because he didn't do the stuff i fired this client because of this so yeah. you can sort of plot the the downward trend. Crazy, isn't it? That there's an account I don't know if you've seen. There's one account that I always think of, and I can't remember the name of it. But he he would do that. So he would call out people on his stories and in his posts, and then he'd be like, mm. "Right, you this client gets extra cheat meal this week. Go and have yourself like KFC." Sing a meal or whatever and he'd like name the meal as well and he'd be like yeah go and go and have that you don't get anything because you didn't drop any weight this week and he was like nothing you for didn't you. do your four hours cardio calling it out on it in front yeah. of, and but then people were loving it for some reason it's almost like they love that kind of they need that kind of bad boy mentality of like being told you know your shit like it just it just blows my mind <laughs> yeah it's and here's, here's the thing is that the um again if you're looking at why why those sorts of people because some of those people who do that have a lot of clients you know and why why those guys get you know you think well wouldn't that put people off but actually what he's doing is or she is polarizing the audience to look do you, you want to get your shit together or not you know because if you do want to get your shit together then come and work with me. Because if you haven't done the shit I told you to do, I'm going to post you that your shit on social media. So people who come in, well, I don't, I, I want to work with you and I don't want to be shit. So I'm going to make sure I do the four hours cardio and eat the chicken and broccoli. So he's, he's done, or she, I don't know the account you're talking about, right. um, but, but I know there are people who do that. They, they've polarized that. You know, do you want to get shredsville or not? Then this is what you need. You know, And I will call you out if you're not and some people love that they know i'm not going to be that person on social media i'm going to be the one who gets the extra cheat meal <laughs> yeah i find it fascinating yeah but, yeah like you say some people love that don't they they portray that they're you know working with loads of people and but then i wonder how how much is going on from like you must be constantly having people come and work with you because some people will just be like i'm not so this i'm not doing this anymore um but yeah, interesting one. I need to remember. I'll, I'll ask. I know some people will know that account, and I'll send it to you. I'll find it. Yeah, the, I, I think that's. Um, although we're saying don't do that as a general rule. I mean, it depends who you're who you're working with, isn't it? It's if if your if your target niche is people who really want to be called out on the on their shit, then that's the sort of stuff you do. 
<laughs> but I'm just saying that from, from the majority of people I've worked with, and I know you've worked with probably thousands over the years. I've I've definitely worked with over a thousand people. None of them like being called out on social media. Yeah. You know, they they work with me because they wanted to change their lifestyle. You know, and part of that process is that occasionally you mess up and occasionally you gain some weight rather than lose it. And occasionally you can't stick to your diet and you work with them for that rather than, oh, yeah, I'm going to now call you out because you had a wobble. Yeah. Yeah, I'd much rather be that way. I don't think I could be like that. It's just such a weird thing. But yeah, no, I mean, I mean, that OK, if we're looking behind the scenes, there could be a tactical thing there. So the guy who could be speaking to the clients first and saying, look, you haven't done this this week. Do you want me to call you out on social media to say that you haven't done this so that then you have that accountability and they agree the post that goes out beforehand? That could be happening. So if could you think be. about that critically, that could be happening. Maybe. I doubt it, though. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just very, I just think about these things because I've got a lot of time, you know, I've um, got a lot of time. <laughs> complex coaching relationship isn't it i tell you what because you didn't do that this week why don't we create this social media post and then i'll call you out in front of everyone and then that will make you do it next week sound like a good idea yeah 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 <laughs> it might be happening you never know Just, i always like to see things from different angles to see how because obviously you know it, imagine if you saw that you got up in the morning oh yeah, i'm not not so happy about my diet yesterday come on instagram you're tagged Look at this twat. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> that started me off the right way for the day, hasn't it? Oh, man. And not be a twat today. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Strange one. Okay. Uh, what's, uh, well, is that me? Um, I, uh, yes, uh, it's your, your turn. I have got a list if you've, uh, if you've not wrote them down. Uh, I've, got, I've got them. I'm going to say, um, potentially like not practicing what, you preach as a coach so yeah doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a coach or whatever but i think if you're asking people to invest in something to ultimately improve an area of their life or to improve something and achieve an outcome then you need to know what that's like and be actively looking at trying to improve things for your whether it is your your own health and fitness or you've got goals that you want to achieve or maybe it's to improve um the way that you're business works or maybe it's something else that you're investing in i think it's very hard because you see these posts all the time like um uh takeaways um like meals out um going to the cinema uh any kind of enjoyment and it's got all the price points next to it and it's like how much that cost totaled up and it's like coaching this much how much do you invest in, in it? and you're like you can't call people out like that plus it's, it's not a great way of actually marketing your services but and then when you're not doing anything like that as well so i think that one is definitely one for me yeah i think that's that's right like you say you don't have to have a coach but um, over the years uh, i've had mentors to help me but i've also invested in programs like coaching programs you know so you don't have a direct mentor but there's work to do and calls to go on and all that sort of stuff and i think i mean every time i've done that and, and thankfully i've invested my money quite wisely so i've I've only had like one, I think, which was like, oh, I can totally waste my money here. And I didn't finish the, the, the stuff. Um, but most of the ones I've been on have, have helped me expand my business and grow my business and become a better coach. And I mean, I, I can't think of how my business would be 
if I hadn't invested in those programs. You know, I got something from all of them. They all helped me improve at certain times. And if I hadn't invested them, I'd probably still be charging 50 quid a month for a nutrition plan on Excel. You know, yeah. and I, so I think if, if, you, if you don't invest yourself, how can you possibly in, you ask other people to invest in you as a coach? You know, because you don't see the value in it yourself. Yeah. So, so yeah, totally agree with that one. Yeah, there's there's loads of ways of looking at it, isn't it? Because it doesn't have to necessarily be like you say, programs. It could be just stuff that you invest in equipment wise or um your softwares that you use or things that you use to make things easier. Maybe you invest in those things, but um, like a three hundred pound microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but it is sexy though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it is sexy. I I, I kinda I got I've got a tripod down here which costs more than i want to say um but then i don't know that, that i can you can liken that to a lot of stuff so i will um like even some like the music like stuff equipment there there's there's things that i'm investing because they serve a purpose in my life like i enjoy that side of stuff and i mm. that that makes me happy it brings me joy and pleasure so okay cool i'll, I'll research things and i'll find new stuff out and i'll be like cool i'll, I'll look at potentially investing in that yeah what what you're saying about you know I've, I I've seen those adverts to all like those those posts and it's like oh yeah how much is an iPhone like a thousand pounds how much is coaching two hundred fifty pounds or what you know you're wasting your money I've seen that sort of stuff and yeah it doesn't work because it's like well people buy an iPhone for different reasons than they invest in coaching yeah okay, so it doesn't doesn't really work um, but what well the way that you could do that is to say well an iPhone is a thousand pounds coaching is two hundred fifty pounds you know. The enjoyment you're going to get out of both you know here's what you would get out of the coaching here's what we get out of the iphone so rather than saying it's one or the other is promoting the effects of having both things and the, and yeah you should, like you said with your you know like say oh dan you know you you've, you've invested 300 pounds in a record you know how much like dms you could have sent for that it's it's, it's not going to sway you is yeah. it but if you but if you combine the two saying yeah you know, putting your money where you want it to be and coaching should be something you want to do because you're going to get this result. That's the better way to do it. Yeah. He touches on the one we said earlier, like where you're just calling people out. Like suddenly yeah. someone says, oh yeah, you shouldn't go and have them take, why not? Like that, I quite enjoy that. That's that's the only time I get to go out with my partner or the only time we get to spend time with each other. And you're saying I shouldn't do that. Well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I am going to go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I have yeah. two. And not lazy twice. that's what it comes down to lazy content because they've seen it somewhere else and they go oh i'm going to do that that's going to that's going to tell them mm. no it's not and that's also seeing as a, as it's a very um opposition oppositional if that or adversarial relationship yeah. with your clients it's that oh you're not doing this oh you're you're, you're an idiot then you know rather than rather than showing the relationship between the client we should be the co the money you spend is not you're giving the money to me it's an investment in how we're going to make your life better. Yeah. You know, you're not paying me money. It's you're investing to make your life better. But uh, I think I don't think people, they get annoyed when they see those sorts of things happening. So that's why they're, it's that negativity coming into their posting again, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, is it me? I think it's yeah. me. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So uh, this, this is one that's, um, uh, been talked about a fair bit. I've seen different people talk about this. Um, being really busy but not doing anything. Uh, and this is the, uh, oh, look, I've downloaded this new to-do list. 
oh, look, I've downloaded this app. Now I can organize all my clients' workbooks and worksheets and workouts. Oh, look, with this new scheduling app, I can schedule all my social media content. I've got a link in this and link in this and link in this. And they've done all that. They spent two days setting that up. They've not posted content. They've not taken on a new client. They've not uh, actually done anything on their to-do list because they've spent all the time setting all those things up. So it's almost like you're being busy, but you're not doing anything. It's the appearance of being busy. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and I think a lot of coaches do this because I've done this myself in the past is spent a lot of time um, planning stuff out. And I know planning is important, but a lot of time planning stuff out and thinking about what I'm doing and, and, and not actually getting out and doing it, you know, Oh, I've got to make this content hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So, and, and you never post it because it's never hundred percent. Right. So then you've got no content, Yeah. but if you put out when it's 80%, you at least you've got content that's out there. Yeah. I can't remember the, there's, there's, this, there's a science behind that. So that the actual feeling of planning or like doing stuff before you actually do the thing or whatever that that moment there it triggers the same pathways of actually as actually like taking action and going and doing it so mm. what what you're doing is you're you're satisfying that that need to oh, i need to get this thing done so you're doing all the bits that around it you're not actually getting the thing done and then your brain's saying right cool you yeah you, you you've been working on this you, you're doing a good thing um i don't remember where i saw that i saw it somewhere and i think i saved it for to create some content on it because i was really that was really interesting to say that that's i've been that never makes, created the content <laughs> But yeah, it makes sense in terms of, you know, we do all these things and then we're like really um, being like, I'm really busy. I'm always busy. Like, yeah, but what have you actually achieved? Well, done all this stuff here, like created this video library and I've got all my like recipe packs ready to go now. Oh, cool. Yeah. So have you spoke to any anyone about your coaching at all? No, no, but I want to get all this stuff ready first. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. And that's that's yeah. in their head. They're going, I'm doing this stuff to, it's, it's, a, it's a positive thing. Which is okay, it's not not knocking it, but it's not having the impact that you want it to have because you're not doing the actions that are going to start taking that further. So yeah, yeah, that a lot. It's 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 so in a similar vein of um when you buy like a coaching program or you buy a uh uh like a self-help book or something like that, and you either never read it or you you do the stuff and you never implement this. Yeah, so so like you you know when people buy there's there's a there's a there's a figure isn't it? it's like less than one percent of people actually complete online courses which are just online or so it's something really low like that um so never mind never mind actually putting stuff into it they don't even complete it and there was also a statistic which i don't know for the amount of people who read books or listen to books and never implement any of the stuff they just they just listen to it and go yeah that's interesting and then never implement it and, and then they read another book. But the but like you say, that psychology of I've read the book. So now I'm, you know, now I know this thing, but you never do it. You never implement the stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely. I've, I'm guilty. I'm looking at the books here, but there's definitely, there's some book. There's actually a book there that I've bought and I haven't read. So I bought it thinking that I need to read that book. Um, just And that's why people buy yeah, they they start a book and they buy another book. You haven't finished that book, like yeah, but I know buy that book and that book. Um, same psychology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's the it's almost like that procrastination about being busy, but but you're not busy, so you never take on any clients, but you know how to get clients, but you never actually do it. No, but make sure you're you not listen to this podcast. Go out yeah, and do the things we're saying. 
post post that you've listened to the podcast on social media so then yes. it looks it looks like you're doing something <laughs> but yeah, it's tag, us. tag us in the podcast so that so you can say we're listening to us and then um, we'll call you out online for not yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah we'll say have, have, have you have you implemented this no <laughs> all right you're going on that you're going on the socials there. <laughs> uh, uh okay cool um the i, I suppose this um this is a, 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 a tangent now. So um, what about knee-jerk reactions? So, um, and th- this, is, this is very much what we tell or what coaches tell their clients to do and then, or not to do, and then they go out and do it themselves. So knee-jerk reactions is like jumping on trends. Um, you know, something hasn't worked for the, the two weeks that you've tried it, so now you go and do something else. You know, it's all the all the things that we tell our clients don't do that and then you go and do it themselves yeah <laughs> the, you you had one didn't you about some sort of uh, yeah the kardashian trend or something these trends come up don't they so you in social media there'll be something will happen someone will do it uh, and then it will get jumped on and then you'll see like loads of other people start doing it and Sometimes these trends are harmless, but sometimes they are not because they're they're either perpetuating the whatever that meme is, whatever's being used in a certain light, um, and that might have a negative impact on you and your business and the way you'll perceive mm. if if someone doesn't agree with that, for example, or, or something along those lines. Um, but also, you then dilute your content because all you're doing is you're just going, okay, cool, that that must be the thing. I need to jump on that. I'll go onto it, and actually, it's not really something that you would normally do or it doesn't like it doesn't align with the things that you normally stand for so it's just a bit bit strange and you've just jumped on that because you've seen other people do it and then that screams to me that potentially um you don't really know what you stand for in terms of the content you're putting out there or who you want to be perceived as because you're having to do this um yeah i mean maybe there's there's layers to that there's like different levels to it but you do see it quite a bit in in social media in the fitness space yeah Yeah. i mean i mean I mean, can you remember like 18 months ago that the Leonardo DiCaprio meme that oh, I that's still my f- favorite. It's it's the Django one, isn't it? That you know with, with the you yes. remember that one? Yeah, still my favorite. I've even got a Christmas jumper with that on because it was my favorite ever meme. I, I did loads of stuff for let into it, and I'm totally not ashamed of doing that because I just love that meme. It was so good, but. It, at the same time, it also fitted into my content because I'm very sort of dad jokes and yeah. sarcastic humor and stuff like that. So it did fit into the content I was doing. But like, I would never do a, a copy of a meme like with the Kardashians in because I don't watch the Kardashians. Yeah. I don't care about the Kardashians. So why would my audience care about that? That's what I mean. It'd be, it'd be weird seeing that because, or even though it would still be, you know, it's a meme and and, and funny. And not, it's not really that funny, but you you think I'd, I'd see it and go oh well why is has tom just done that because they, they, all the other coaches are doing it uh so i don't know and then i'm not really thinking about the content i'm like oh, no i've seen i've seen that post 10 times today cool <laughs> yeah so then you just blend in with everybody else and actually creating original content it's just and i know memes all memes are basically just regurgitated stuff to fit a message which 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 i get i totally get that and we both do memes, so we can't criticize. But if that meme doesn't fit your audience and how, what you talk about normally, just mm. you, you know, you, you then just put you then just done a TikTok dance basically on 
on a on on your content when you don't do TikTok dances. Yeah, yeah, and it, it doesn't have to just be that. It could be things that are trending or topics around that that time. And it, if all of a sudden, like you you talk about, I don't know, um, helping guys to get absolutely shredded all the time and you that's what you do that's what you're known as and you've got all these great proof to back it up and then all of a sudden you start jumping on something that's come up because there's a there's an article in the news that everyone's got on because about like uh the state of um uh child obesity and all the school dinners that are coming up and all that stuff going on with that and you start talking about it then like what oh yeah but everyone else is like talking about it so i thought i'd jump on it doesn't make sense classic classic example not classic but a good example was a couple of years ago do you remember there was a um there was a meme and it was uh, reasons you're not losing weight and it was something like you're not exercising enough blah, 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 blah. and all those were crossed out and it was you're eating like an asshole or i think it was effing asshole i think was the actual meme and i'm, I'm not sure but i'm pretty sure it was jordan Syatt who started it but whoever whoever started it and it got shared so much and copied so much um, across social media. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're eating like an asshole, that sort of stuff. And people were talking about that. And then about nine months later, there was, there was the be kind thing. You know, oh, you must be kind to everybody. And all the fit pros were then jumping on the be kind stuff. And there was actually someone, and I did an article about this. I think I did a post about this as well, which, which got a fair amount of like likes or whatever. And it was a woman on good morning basically saying that people were fat because they were eating like an asshole yeah and everyone's oh well that's no no you can't say that you can't say that and i was like hold on eight months ago you were telling people they were eating like an asshole now this woman is saying that you're fat because you're eating like an asshole and you're saying that's wrong because the trend says it's wrong but the trend before says it was right so which is it and um yeah i think uh been yeah, loads like that, haven't it? There's loads of loads of examples like that. I remember Dan Osman doing the um that do you remember the Will Smith where he's like crying? Yeah, yeah. and look, I, I don't share that meme because that's that's really bad. It's it's yeah. someone who's really upset about something that's happened yeah, in their yeah, personal yeah. life. Everyone like went through a stage of using and then and he did the post on like he, like actually the, explained the, and that that post went I remember him telling me he just said oh, I had to sort of turn every like I, I don't know if he turned it all off but he was just like it was just took a life of its own and it's probably still going now because every time i speak to him sometimes i mention it but yeah that was another example of like maybe why you shouldn't use that <laughs> yeah, yeah it wasn't the context that he was talking about his relationship with his wife or something his wife had cheated on him and yeah. you know and it's like you're you, you're making fun of a guy a superstar that's crying because his wife has cheated on him and he's upset because his wife's cheated on him and and that's a funny meme yeah well i don't think it's funny that and then that's how it gets reflects back on you so just be be wary of how you use them absolutely yeah i mean there's we we talked about before isn't it there was a um at the moment talk about if you're watching this in a year whatever if it still exists there's that titanic thing isn't it that people have gone down the sub and it imploded and then then they died obviously Uh, and netflix and releasing the titanic again on, on netflix um yeah so people are up in arms about it it's insensitive um and uh i i think that somewhere there's gonna be some guru saying wow titanic is trending content maybe you should be making a titanic workout which will absolutely kill you 
do you think oh man yeah i hope i don't see that if you can survive this workout if you don't implode then you know you'll, you'll get you'll get the you'll get the medal of honor or something there'll be someone saying that make that workout it, it'll be that guy from pure gym remember the guy who did the who did, who did the when yeah. when the um 100 yeah. years of slave or something was yeah. was out and he did that workout which was slavery was bad but this is worse workout and he got absolutely yeah. destroyed on social media quite rightly because of it and someone signed it off didn't they i think someone yeah like, yeah someone signed, signed off because you're on pure gym website or if you're yeah. facebook that's crazy man. Right. yeah or so that. he's, he's probably going to come he, up with a titanic workout he got hounded didn't he and he was actually he didn't really get it he was like, i don't really understand what have i done wrong <laughs> so he, he was just like a bit um you know didn't really know what he'd done so it's really weird yeah so maybe you should watch this podcast uh, um okay so uh i think we've got oh we we're just on time so have we got time for one more uh yeah yeah so we've actually got two but they they sort of link in and it is uh not taking own advice which we've sort of done already and hypocritical behavior hmm. yeah so i mean do you want to do this or shall i start well i think this came from uh if you're acting in certain ways so like as soon as if you get annoyed that clients will cancel their payments last minute or like just stop coaching because something's happened or something's come up i know these things do happen but then if you're someone who lives your life like that and you're not paying things on time or you're just as soon as something something comes up you're like oh i've got to cancel these things because the interest rate's gone up by a quarter of a percent you know like that might be a viable reason but then also if you're constantly doing things like that then don't be surprised if you attract that as well so yeah it's the um sort of the uh not um holding people to standards that you don't hold yourself to isn't it yeah yeah, yeah so so and that links in with a lot of the stuff we've said already you know talking about um not hiring a coach or not 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 um improving yourself like continual professional development that sort of thing but you're always telling people that's what they should be doing and you expect people to invest in you as a coach because it's perfect it's personal development you know but you don't you don't actually develop yourself anymore yeah exactly uh i think if you've got clients who just don't respond to anything or don't like that i mean i know people forget to do stuff or there's stuff that happens right but if you're constantly attracting people who just don't don't feel anything oh our clients never do their check-ins never fill anything out and then you're that person who doesn't do that for whatever things you do mm. then there's some kind of relationship there yeah. I, th I think if, if you sort of think that through as well um I, th I think a lot of coaches and i don't know if you get this when you talk to coaches but i, I get it sometimes and you talk to them and say okay well um how did your client check in what what sort of positions have you got that sort of thing what sort of processes have you got and they've got all these long drawn out things they've got people like oh you've you got to log your cholesterol every two days that's you know weird things that you don't need to track okay and you say to them well, okay do you do that sort of stuff you know what do you track yourself oh i don't track anything do you log do you log your um how many calls you do do you log how many um sales you get resulting from calls that sort of thing no, I don't track any of that. Well, then that, that's the, but that's the measure of your business, how you're going to be successful. How, if yeah. you're not willing to do that, or you've got a sheet that you don't do because it's too much hard work, that's going to reflect what they're going to give their clients to do is the load of stuff that they think they need to get done. But from the client's point of view, it's like, this is a lot of stuff to do, so they won't do it. 
Hmm. And that's the coach's perspective. Oh, I can't be bothered to fill in that sheet because it's a lot of stuff and it's, you know, takes up my time. I've got better things to do. But, and that's how they potentially construct their coaching. Whereas if they've got very simple systems set up for themselves, they will then have simple systems set up for their coaches, so for their clients, because they they have that mindset. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this isn't like a blanket statement, but if more trainers and coaches treated their business like they did their own training, actually mm. they might be in a different position. Because um, you know, not this is the game. It's not everyone, is it? Because not everyone's like into yeah. the gym and training. But most people are going to go there. They know what they're doing. They've got a plan for it. They log their stuff. They track it. They they keep note of it. And then when it comes to everything else, they're like, "Well, why isn't this working? Well, what? Tell me what you done this week to." make sure these actions happen or can you give me the last like few weeks of information on like how many calls you're having or how much uh, conversations you're having like how you're doing that uh, no, I, th- I think i'm having more okay cool so how i think i'm lifting more weight i th- i think i'm getting dinner no mm. right. <laughs> it's the same thing yeah exactly yeah so so uh, i think if you if you have those systems in place yourself it's more likely you're going to do them or, or that you have in place and you do them yourself. It's more likely that you're going to figure out how to get your clients to get those things done as well. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Nice one. I know we're just coming up on time or just over time. So uh, um, Dan, thank you very much for today. Good one. Like that. Yeah. And um, I'll see you next week on the well, ne- yeah, next week on the next podcast. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye.